What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. My name is Quinn. And this is Sonny. And on today's episode, tonight's episode, as we say here at Comics Collective, it's another bitchin' episode. Um, we are going to be talking about a couple different things, how Green Arrow and the Canaries will not be going on. Uh, we're going to be going over our comic book reads of the week. We're going to be talking a little bit about Roku and then also Ray Fisher and how he is not going to be coming back as Cyborg. But before we get into that, I want you guys to pull out your devices, your uh, CDs, as I called them in high school, cellular devices. Get it? CDs. You did anyway, that in high school. I did say that in high school. <laughs> That's why I had no friends in high school. <laughs> oh, so, so, so I was walking around saying everybody had CDs, and they Nick were like, "No." <laughs> Nick was a popular guy. He's yeah. like, <laughs> "Life of the party, baby." I saved it. I saved it. My black hair, <laughs> black fingernails. I see. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and pull out those CDs? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Comics Collect I3, Instagram and Facebook at Comics Collective. Keep up with the news. Keep up with the um, everything. Just keep up with us. Keep up, keep up with stuff on your CDs. Anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, let's go ahead and just start with uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries. Um, I honestly got to start out and say, was anybody really excited about this? No. Uh, I mean, I never watched Green Arrow, so the follow-up to that was not really in my interest. So, no, it wasn't. So, Green Arrow was... I like the character. If they was going to do that, they should have just left her in the current timeline somehow. Like, some, yeah. and she stayed and she would have been present day, not the future. Like, because a lot of the stories we don't know, you can't really do a future story. Now, is there a possibility of her folding into like a like an episode of The Flash or becoming part of Team Flash? No, not at all. Thinking? You think mm -hmm. that he's just a totally dead concept, dead character? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's, yeah, if it, yeah the show didn't get picked up, so she's already back home. So yeah, she's done. But it'd have been nice if they would just. If they was going to do a Green Arrow and keep the legacy character thing, she just stayed in this timeline. But, yeah, I, I mean, I like the, I didn't like the concept of her as Green Arrow. I did not enjoy that per se, but I did enjoy the one girl who played uh, Laurel Lance, who the original Laurel Lance, who I name I can't remember. Katie Cassidy. Um, yeah, I did enjoy her as Black Canary and. Laurel yeah. Lance and all that stuff. I definitely enjoyed that, uh, and I'm disappointed that I will not get to see her play that part anymore. Yeah, she but, definitely did a good job when she switched over to Black Siren. It's, yeah. I, I think I enjoyed her more as uh, Black Siren than I did Black Black uh, Canary because it was like yeah. the, time, the time didn't match up. Like all of a sudden now she knows how to fight and shit. It was like what? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like as Black Canary, she was a little bit more whiny than she is as Black Siren. Right, yeah. Black Siren was. I think that was the perfect role for her. And she stepped. She when she stepped into it, it that was she owned that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not too disappointed that it got canceled, canned, mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, 
now kind of just going all, a little bit off topic here. How would you guys feel about this is a big thing going around the uh, Arrowverse just completely being shot? Yeah, I, I was talking to my wife about that. I'm like, I really don't even watch Flash anymore. Yeah, I was um, going to say, can you clarify that? What do you mean? Like all of the, the shows being canceled or do you mean in terms of like stop trying to make it a connected thing? No, just be done. It's supposed yeah, to be all yeah, yeah, all shows done. Just be done. I mean, that's going to be a big, big loss to CW because that was like what five or six shows with their programming. Yeah, but CW they get their hands on scripts all the time. They put some more teen stuff on it. People will watch it. Yeah, I mean, what do you think that's going to mean? I mean, if if this was to be the case, what do you think that would mean for uh, their upcoming show, uh, Superman? We got to see how Superman does. That's the only thing. Yeah. I really think that that's that's gonna be their their golden goose is what they're trying yeah. to aim for, you know. Superman would have to be the flagship show. Well, I mm-hmm. hope that they know that we're not looking for drama between Lois and Clark. We're looking for like a Superman show. So I hope they lean more into that than some family stuff well, featuring Superman sometimes. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what's going to happen though, because they yeah. it's already focused on his two sons. <sighs> Yeah, it's definitely not going to be what we what we wanted. Um, now, on Batwoman, on the other hand, theoretically, I, you can't go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was just saying, theoretically, you can't have a Superman show every week because that shit's going to get boring after a while. If Superman is boring, he can overcome everything and shit, but he can't overcome family problems. That's you know what I mean. That's that's more interesting <laughs> than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Did did you steal that from the CW, Willie or Sonny? Uh, I mean, <laughs> but it's like it's true and shit. It was like, yo, like Superman fighting every week. Like Superman has to fight somebody better than bigger than him every week on a TV show budget. You got to have a situation where his son, his sixteen year old, is saying, "Fuck you, Dad. I don't fucking want to be here. I'm going to fly to fucking Antarctica and just leave. Fuck you. I can go." <laughs> Right. <laughs> he gotta go catch his son and oh son, I just wanna say I had a hard time. No, you didn't. You lived on a fucking farm, man. Yeah, like, I'm know? just I am just hoping the show is gonna be captivating captivating enough that it's not gonna lose people's attention before it starts. You know what I mean? I mean this Lois and Clark back in the day was like fucking boring too, but people love that shit. Uh well, I guess we'll we'll have to see. And then that woman starts fairly soon, right? Seventeenth, uh, right? Is it the seventeenth? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the air. I mean, a lot of the CW shows are starting right back up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, I think that, that that'd be a good intro. Yeah. yeah. Season two, first episode. What happened to KK? Right. I'm, I'm I'm definitely excited for that, dude. That's uh, at first I was worried about it, but the more and more I hear, the more and more I see, the more I'm like, okay, I, I'm I'm with this, you know. And, and, and it's and it's funny how the internet like tries to make a big deal out of stuff too, because like uh, I forget what her name is that's playing Batgirl now, but they were like, so so and so didn't didn't consult Ruby Rose before taking on the role, and I was like. Yeah, I was gonna say this yeah. <laughs> no, right? Like, why are you guys trying to start drama where there is none? Where, like, I'm sure Ruby Rose is just grateful that she had time on the show. The show kind of broke her, and she needed to step literally. away. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant I meant that literally. literally <laughs> the, show, the show broke her. She needs time to recover before even thinking about acting again. Mm-hmm. And so, 
another person stepped into the role. I don't think that anybody owes an like an owes a um like a like a phone call to that person. It's not like the president of the United States where like you know one's got to show the other one around. Um, but like. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's the same thing with like Ben Affleck didn't go to Robert Pattinson, you know, or Robert Pattinson go to him and be like, "So is it okay if I play Batman after you do?" Like, you just no. <laughs> yeah, you just you just do it. I mean, you just do it. at the end of the day, it's it's her next job. Stop making it weird. <laughs> right, and and the, the thing the thing about it is too, like Kate, she did it for Kate. Jesus, Kate Kane, Ruby Rose did it for one season. It's not like she was doing it for multiple seasons and all of a sudden it was done. It was one season. Yeah, it was like one season and a crossover episode, and that was it. Right. Exactly. So I don't make that big of a deal out of it. No. I, I mean, I still don't even think she totally proved herself by the end of season one. That's why I was more excited to see what they would do with season two. Because oh, yeah. they were like just starting to really introduce that character, and then mm-hmm. she got pulled. So yeah. I thought they were going to recast, and then that didn't happen. And now that we're getting a new character, so and they've also said that she's not spending a whole lot of time, uh, not in the bat suit. So it looks like maybe she'll be suiting up by episode one. So yeah, that's you know that's a lot more of what I would like to see. I yeah. really, I, I don't think we really got enough of that. Um, there was a good amount, more than you would think from a CW show, but I just feel like there's still not really enough. I mean, that's that's the thing about the CW series, too. Like, because they are TV shows, like Sonny said earlier, they have a TV show budget, so they're not always going to be suited up and fighting and this and that and that and this. But, I mean, I still think they do fairly well for what they have, especially, like, the Flash stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really that's really well done for what it is, you know? Right. I think that the Flash has always been like executed really, really well because it's not too much of just out of suit drama between the cast, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus fighting. I feel like they have a good balance of both. Now, I, I think a lot of this TV shows that you, the, the 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 fight doesn't always have to ha- have to happen at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like a big, like a really bad trope that a lot of these shows have is like, all right, we got to have a drama, then we have mm-hmm. to have them fail, and then we have to have them have a final battle, and then that's our episode every time. <laughs> well, if you, if you had watched Green Arrow, which was, you should fucking watch it, um, you would know that that wasn't the case for Green Arrow. There was always fighting going on all the time. Yeah, all the time. It was very action packed. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Especially, I mean, especially I when Death Throne came around. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. there was like less special effects and more like actual like yeah. choreography in that in that show, but in Flash they have to really rely on the like speed effect, which I guess costs a lot of money. So Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, moving on. Actually, yeah, no, no moving on. Um let's go ahead and we will go ahead and talk about the uh, Ray Fisher and DC stuff because I feel like that's going to take up a big hunk. Um, no, we, we can be fast with that. We don't have to stay, stay on that too long. Okay. Uh, Maybe fine. Yeah. So, I mean, as you guys know, Ray Fisher plays Cyborg, Justice League. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been having a lot of trouble with um, the direct, what director's name what was, what's Josh, his name? Josh Je- Whedon. Jeff, Josh Whedon. And then also Jeff Johns, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Johns. Um, a lot of trouble with, you know, just 
what was this supposed thing that was going on? That's, just a, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just it, from what I was reading, it's just essentially not a, a good environment for working and stuff like that. They called it gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable behavior on the set of the film Justice League. Yeah, gotcha. a, a bunch of gross misconduct amongst um, yeah. Josh Wheaton to um, Ray Fisher. And Ray Fisher reported that a lot of times he was treated very badly on the set. Um, other times, another situation was where he was called to Jeff John's office and showed him uh, the, the, the the Doom Patrol version of Cyborg. And it was like, you know, just pretty much saying, yeah, he's better than you and all types of other stuff. And, and he's like, I don't need that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, you know, and, and, and then uh, the Aquaman, Jesus Christ, I can't remember his name and shit. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa even, like, went along with it, too, and was like, yeah, he, it was fucked up what they were doing. So, and then I think uh, Gal Gadot had said something, but I don't think she really went, like, full in with, like, like everybody else. She just said it wasn't really comfortable on the set. Yeah. That, that's, so, that's, that's very sad, too, because, you know, Jeff Johns, obviously is very respected in the comic book community for what he has done and continues to do, you know, and it's tough to think about him in that light, but. Well, it's, it's interesting too, because of course no one's ever going to really know the full story, but the people that were in the room, Mm -hmm. but Joss Whedon had been let go from um, DC, but, but they conducted an investigation to have here of, of 80 people that were all on set. And they concluded that Jeff Johns really had didn't have any anything on there. And uh, according to the spokesperson, now, of course, you know, they always doctor up their crap. Uh, but they say, you know, uh, we have full confidence that uh, in the thoroughness, integrity and remedial, a- remedial action has been taken. Uh, the investigation has concluded it's time to move on. Was his was his comment on it. So, um so it's funny because, well, not funny, it's actually really sad. But uh, this also has now affected the HBO series The Nevers, which mm-hmm. was being done by jo- uh, Josh Whedon. Yeah, Josh Whedon, not Josh. <laughs> um, and so he was let go from the show, um, which was technically his show that he was, like, writing. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just... I'm tired of hearing about this. I was just telling Sonny before the podcast came on. I'm glad this concluded because I felt like it was like there was no end in sight because it was it was a constant just rehash of just information of just mm-hmm. it being investigated. This person said this, you know, no, you know, there's no like substantial like this is exactly what happened and this is the actions we're taking. It was just a lot of like roundabout more people are coming in to investigate Ray Fisher, more people are coming in to investigate Warner Media. Mm-hmm. And it just, it didn't seem like it was really going anywhere. So now it seems like even though Joss Whedon was let go many months ago, it seems like this is now just closed. I imagine Ray Fisher probably is getting a settlement. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much where I'm at on it. I'm, I'm glad that it's, it's finished, but it's also interesting to me that he had he, he had said that I, I think it's the president of Warner Media that he said as long as he's working there, mm-hmm. he won't be working on Warner projects in the future. However, what's that gun? 
I was saying on Friday, he posted on Twitter, he said that he publicly resigned from playing the role of Cyborg for DC Films. He tweeted on December 30th, I will not participate in any production associated with current DC Films president Walter Hamada. Six days later, Variety reported that Hamada had re-upped his contract with, uh, with DC through, uh, to, to uh, excuse me, he uh, re-upped his contract to 2023. So he got a, two, more, two more years on his contract. Uh, Ray or him? Walter Hamada. Okay. Because it, it kind of made me scratch my head through this entire investigation that they made no reference once to Zack Snyder when he was working on the film. So it, made, uh-huh. so it makes it sound like he didn't have any problems with the company while he was directing under Zack Snyder. Right, he didn't. Which then begs the question as to why he wouldn't try to finish out what they needed filmed for... Um, the Snyder Cut. He did finish it with the Snyder Cut. Uh, according to this article I have here, he has no additional scenes and not are going to be filmed in the future for Cyborg for the for the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut stuff, he already had scenes done already. They cut them out. Okay. Josh Whedon cut the scenes out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he, gotcha. he redid like 75% of the film from what they say. Which is still blows my mind. Well, I guess right. at the time they kept saying it was too dark, and they 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 brought him on, but they didn't really tell him that they wanted to follow the path of the movie that they were already making. So he just kind of yeah. like started over, and then used some scenes that were already filmed. But for the most part, even the tone in general apparently was changed, and it was more yeah. lighter, not as light as Avengers, but almost to that. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, man. That's like that. It's disappointing. The whole thing is very disappointing because yeah. I mean, Ray Ray Fisher definitely did a good job. Now, I didn't, I yeah, I didn't have a problem with the cyborg. I thought he was actually good. Yeah, uh, from the scenes that we saw, because he said it was other stuff that there was cut out, that was cut out. Like he had more scenes with his dad. Um, we saw in the in the Snyder Cut trailer where you see his father die. Yeah. Um, so it was more scenes there, but they cut the scenes. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it, we'll see him soon, right? It is. It, it the thing is, it is a toss up though for me personally mm-hmm. um, about him and the uh, Doom Patrol cyborg because definitely both good, definitely both good. I think they're very much on the same level when it comes to who plays cyborg. Right. I, personally, my personal thoughts on it, I like. Ray Fisher's version more along the line too because growing up I read Teen Titans and that's how his character was. He was just like sitting in his sweat hoodie, just sitting in his house in his sweatsuit or whatever. And just like, I don't want to be out here. I look, I'm a monster. Like, you know, Ben Grimm type shit. Like yeah. that's how he was originally. And I yeah. think he played that really well and shit in that in that movie. And that's then once true. he embraced the superhero role, it was like, oh yeah, cool. But the cyborg and Doom Patrol is really like a celebrity and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a little bit different. Not to say it's bad, but it's just not the cyborg that I'm used to. Yeah. But it's cool. I mean... Yeah, it's it's cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, kind of going, looping back and connecting connecting dots back to earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, the whole Doom Patrol, Teen Titans, that whole universe, I think (laughs) if we lose... The Arrowverse, that's a very, very good contender, and they need to keep that stuff coming because right, I right. thoroughly enjoy that. And they have had 
you know, kind of, you know, nods at each other, not necessarily crossovers, but mm-hmm. you know, there, there could be, there absolutely yeah. could be. Yeah. They also, they, another rumor came out too. Uh, another, another off topic thing. <laughs> another rumor came out that, um, Batwoman was seen on a set of Titans. Right. Which would be fantastic. I mean, we all know how those rumors can be, but at the same right. time, I wouldn't put it past them since technically aren't they under the same umbrella now? No. 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 Uh-uh. Yeah, they deal on a different earth, which is still annoys me that they didn't just say, put everybody in the same place. But No, I mean like the, the companies. No. Uh-uh. No, so. no. One, one is actually being done on the CW lots, and then the other one is actually being done on the HBO Warner Media lots. So they might actually just be in like wholly different states too. Mm. But they're still both under Warner Media. Yes. No. No. I no. mean, uh, so like they're both being produced by Greg Berlanti, which means he's throwing money at all the product at all the projects. But Greg Berlanti probably has more of a hand in the CW stuff than he does on the, um, like the Titans and Swamp Thing and. You know, and you know, uh, Doom Troll and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I mean, the thing is that the crossovers at CW can happen more often than not because they're literally filming on the same lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a, mm, yeah. When you finish, I'm gonna read that too. Go ahead. Yeah, but um, but like all the Titans, the Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, those are actually all probably different locations, but they're under the same umbrella. Yeah, right. I mean. So this- Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just I just want to say one quick thing. I mean, we all we all heard the rumors initially about Lucifer being in the, the CW crossover event and yeah. he denied that thing left, right, up, down. Titans did too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, everybody everybody denied that. Everybody yeah, denied that, but it, it ended up happening. So who knows? I mean, right. I, I would almost say that that's a really, really special case. But we just don't know. I mean, you know, Crisis was the absolute biggest thing that they ever did. And it unfortunately is disappointing long term, (laughs) only because they really set up for a really cool thing like the Justice League that we will never, ever, ever see come to fruition. Right. Yes. Um, I just found this on We Got This Covered. Take it with a grain of salt because We Got This Covered. Just be making shit up. Yeah, sometimes. I was, was going to say, I, um, I don't even know if it's worth reading them. <laughs> well, it, it makes sense because I, I did hear Titan, Titans will be in Gotham this summer. I mean, this year. Mm-hmm. So it said, let's, let's, uh, it also said, it says, let's not get ahead of ourselves, though there's an alternate explanation why she was seen on the set. It's possible that Leslie, who was apparently wearing her cape and cowl, was filming some promotional material for Batwoman Season 2 on the Titan set. It is known that the Titans will take place in Gotham because they're doing the Red Hood stuff. Mm. Um, So it would add up that the actors would be sent to shoot a bit of extra footage for trailers on that show's Gotham backlot. So that could be the reason why, but we never know. So they could change their mind and be like, yeah, it is on Earth, blah, blah, blah. That's why we don't see Batman. But then again, you can't because Batman's the guy I told you about last year. He's done scenes as uh, he's he's coming back to Wayne Tower to take over. Yeah, uh, hush, I mean. But yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you talking about Batwoman. <laughs> no, I was talking about Batman. The guy that's playing Bat. The, the guy that's playing Bruce Wayne. Okay, yeah. well, I, I thought you were talking about the guy that was playing Batman on Titans. 
Sorry. No, that fucking that. Don't get me started on that one. That, oh. That's a that's the one thing I have an issue with on Titans. You're right. One thing. Oh my that's god, and that, is, that is that is that is not my mm. Bruce Wayne. That no, it's not, not my Bruce Wayne. No, yeah, I, ha- I haven't seen. No, nope. wanted to see that episode ever since Mm-mm. we saw the trailer. Oh Mm-mm. man, it's Mm-mm. that's not a Bruce Wayne anybody wants to see. No, they way too old. He got fucking no hair. He's like receding hair. Huh. He's fucking he's fucking blonde instead of fucking. Br- <laughs> I mean, I'm, and so also his favorite Bruce Wayne has been uh, Kevin Conroy and the, the Crisis stuff because that's the one I have oh, seen. I was just like, I don't. God. I didn't like that. Oh, I, like his, I like his voice, but man, his his. I mean, what they gave him on that show is not that great. <laughs> no. I mean, but this guy, like, it's not even like Bruce Wayne. He's he's like very upbeat, and it's very strange. Right. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Is is the guy from? Um, oh shit. Uh, are, are you? Do you know the movies? Uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Any, any, he's one of the guys from Resident Evil. He's one of the bad guys from that show. From that from that series. He came back like three times in the last movie. He was cloned. It was two of them. It's- You're talking about the ones with Mila Jovovich, right? Yeah, that's the only ones. That's the only films. But yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. Well, they had the animated ones. I didn't know which ones you were talking about. No. Okay. I'm not placing who you're talking about, but he's not the one that played Wesker. No, he's not the guy that played Wesker. He was Wesker's boss. Okay. All right. But yeah, that's no, not a Bruce Wayne we want to see anymore. No, he's not. I don't, I'm not into that. Like I, he's one way in the suit. Like when they show Batman in the suit on Titans, he's like Very fucking cool. bad, badass, yep. beating, yep. beating people ass and shit. And, and like I'm supposed to believe this fucking guy's in this suit. Get the fuck out. Of right. That's no. Like, <laughs> not happening. Um. Anyone have any final thoughts on that? Uh yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Al, <laughs> we were talking about Ray, we were talking about Ray Fisher. <laughs> oh God, boy! How oh yeah, we, how we get on all this other stuff. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's comic collective. That's what we do. Yeah, um, we do here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into the uh comics that we've read this week. Now, I am gonna one hundred percent let you guys take this, just because I have not picked up my books. I'm very sad. I haven't gotten to read anything um from new dc stuff so you guys go ahead and take oh, i know man. i know i've heard it was fire and just a lot of people are happy yeah have you read juggernaut yet you, you should read juggernaut <laughs> you should tomorrow, read, you should read juggernaut. tomorrow yeah. i'm picking up my books and i yeah. am going to be diving deep into the Massive stack of DC books that I will have. Oh, you're gonna pay, ugh, man. You're gonna pay a lot of money. Don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm looking at these these prices for some of these books. Man, Batman, man, Batman, about Batman these books. ten pages, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, uh, yo, seven ninety nine. Next Batman. Uh, Wonder Woman three ninety nine, Superman, Superman of Metropolis five ninety nine, Swamp Thing three ninety nine, Harley Quinn three ninety nine. The only ones I got boxes to thus far are Batman, Dark Detective, yes, Superman, um, Wonder Woman. I think Justice League, I believe. Yeah, and I want to say Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Mention any of the bad ones that I've heard so far. 
Oh, bad. Uh, I didn't personally for me personally. I didn't like um, which one was it? Uh, shit, what's that? Holy, I didn't like Superman. Mm. Yeah, Su- Superman and Metropolis. Yeah. Did not like it. Mm. Did not like it. Um, but I, I, I forgot. I didn't even know Harley Quinn came out, but I heard that was really good. But yeah, the backups. The, the next like, Batman is the one I've heard most people talk about. Yeah, it was actually, really good. I watched the Comics Explained video on it, and um, I'm glad that I didn't pick it up because it didn't seem like it was as meaty as it needed to be for like five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But it, but it looked like the art was really gorgeous and the story <laughs> looked unique. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, that's insane. So here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking is that there's only going to be like three issues of most of these or two issues. So what I'm yeah. thinking is going to end up happening is that the next Batman and Batman Dark Detective are probably going to end up being collected together to make some yeah. issues for the graphic novel. I will hope so. That's probably what I'm going to pick it up. So the other thing about that. So each book has at least two backups. So they have so the first story is like so we talking about the next Batman. Uh-huh. It has out it has outsiders and it has Arkham Knights. That was shit. The Arkham Knights one was garbage. Um what else? Superman has Guardian and Mr. Miracle out of nowhere. Gar- Guardian made the most sense because it's like Metropolis. Mr. Miracle was just out of left field. Like, why is he in this book? Um, Harley Quinn apparently had two, but they don't put. They didn't put the, the backups on the cover. Swamp Thing didn't put the backups on the cover. Flash didn't put the backups on the cover. Oh, and Generation Shatter came out too. Yes, I, f- I forgot about that book, and that yeah. book is ten dollars. Well, also, said it was, oh, also in the <laughs> group, they all said how like bad it was. So don't don't pick that up. Oh yeah. no, was it bad? Oh, that's not that's not in my box, so I'm good. Mm. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Whisper more prices to me. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick pick my first controversial pick. Um, I I really had to to go find some other people because Sonny uh, did not agree with me on this pick at all. Um, I really, really enjoyed the the ending to death to death metal number seven. Um, I mm-hmm. think that it's gonna it's gonna divide fans. I I, I know Sonny didn't like it. I don't think Nick will like it. But I really I but I really enjoyed it because it wasn't about a final fight. It wasn't about like the, the the whole point of the story was not about a final battle with with winners and losers. It was about like like truth and right. hope for the past, the present, and the future, not just being selfish and only looking towards mm-hmm. your past as to why things bad happen to you, not looking straight to the future and not ever being mm-hmm. part of your present. And so in that right. aspect, I really liked the I really liked the book for mm-hmm. the message. Now Yeah. yeah. I get that. So I, totally so I understand that something happens within the book that Sonny said straight away, like, oh, that's not gonna stick. And I mean we won't find we won't we won't find out for a while. <laughs> but like Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't stick, I think that the the purpose and the message behind it, I understood, and I, and I'm taking it as the end yeah. of what we know as the DC universe and introducing us into the DC Omniverse. Now it it now it, it yes. gives me hope for DC going forward. However, that hope 
will not be shown until March. So I have a long time to find out any kind of ramifications from this. Yeah, only one thing about the DC Omniverse thing, they are the, the captains of their own ship, yeah. literally and figuratively. Um, this because they have this whole omniverse thing going. Like some of the like what I was telling Nick just now, some of the books are good. So if the books are good, will they get um uh put into this other place that they're talking about in this story, and that will be a separate earth. Well, they hope so. I, I hope so. There's more than but I got, two Earths mm -hmm. down there, and they don't know how many, which is just a good way to right. say, like, well, whatever's happening is happening. Like, stop trying to think about it as, is this canon? Is this not? You know? Right. So that that particular Earth that we're talking about, yeah. that they don't know what it is, I want to know if, like, if all the like all the good books that are like liked and loved. We'll go to that, that specific place. Yeah, I don't want to. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to ruin that's it too that's much. Like I don't want to say what it is. What the Justice League book is going to be about? Yeah. Right. That this other place. So, yeah. But I. I, so yeah. I hope um, so. I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I did like the book though, Quinn. I, I, I just didn't like the ending. I like it had cool. It, oh my god, because it's it's Dark Knight's smell. It had cool fucking moments. Yeah, I mean, whoa, that was that's fucking the funny cool. Funny thing is that like, I, I just mm -hmm. learned today that like someone was talking about how, um, how the how the book's like final moment of like. I mean, we all know superheroes. You know, at the end of the day, the superheroes have to win, yeah. which means that the supervillain has to you know, has to lose. Uh, and how this book kind of glossed right. it over because it wasn't really important in the long run. That's kind of how I felt about it from the get-go. Like, I mean, you can only make, you can only make um, someone so powerful and make them worthy yeah. of, like, of like caring of defeating that villain. And so they didn't really defeat him. Mm -hmm. They kind of like, well, I, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil the book because Nick hasn't read it. Um, the villain, the, the villain, pretty much oversold himself, and he was explaining. The villain tried to explain the stakes of what was happening, and then it was telegraphed at the end with your, your scene with 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 uh, yeah. Wonder Woman, and so, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I didn't like that. So Nick, don't go into this book expecting a whole lot of explanation with the Batman who laughs. Like this this right. is yeah this he, is he has a lot of exposition Batman who laughs. However it is not some kind of like really satisfying goodbye to the Batman who laughs. I, I will tell you that hmm. so you can lay your expectations down just a little bit because I know you really enjoy that character. But his character was not the yeah. point of this series. Like, yeah. I mean, they make that really, really clear at the end. It's just like, this isn't about heroes versus a villain and us defeating the villain and then mm -hmm. going about our day and then our Earth resetting and then us doing this again in a few more years. Like, this is... Yes. Right. Like Ragnarok type shit. Because yeah, that repeat the same shit. That, that they explained in this book, like, every time they have a big crisis event and the world starts over, no one remembers shit. So it's like their their history is just constantly repeating themselves because they're always in that crisis energy. Mm -hmm. And so, in order to break that right. cycle, we need to start, like, you know, it are basically erasing this, like, this cycle that we're in. And so that's what I really liked about that book. Right. Like, for once, 
the heroes might actually have like a recollection of how to not go about the same path over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really interesting. And then um, I, I know I spent a lot of time on that. Um, and then, and, yeah, and then... That's it, guys. Yeah, um, the other movie, <laughs> I, again, I, I really, really enjoyed this. And Sonny was just like, eh. Was, um, was I really enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man? Because, uh, again, that's another book mm-hmm. where they just had a really big... Uh, showdown had a really big showdown <laughs> finale with a big villain that they've been working towards yeah. for two freaking years, and so I'm glad mm-hmm. they didn't chalk it up to a big battle. They 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 offed the villain and then he moves on. Like the villain is still around, um, which is Kindred. Um, we know it, it's um, Harry Osborn and Norman Osborn has his his plans to basically move things back to how they used to be with Harry. He wants that relationship with Harry because Harry has now taken from Norman the one thing that made him a monster, which was the goblin. So so, so Norman Osborn is playing the part of being insane when no one else around him knows that he's actually being cured of this thanks to his son. And so for once, Norman's actually trying to do the right thing and set his son on the the better path again. Um, Right. He's trying to reform his son. I think it's really cool that for once we're not playing this this straight hero versus villain thing and we're actually doing something different. So both Mm -hmm. of those books in that regard this week we're like, all right, cool. Thanks for being surprising for once instead of just being, uh, you know, a, a, yeah, you know, the status Stack quo. Um, we have you know, <laughs> 50 plus years of, of, of long form uh, comic book telling um, that it, it's okay to do something different. Mm-hmm. It's okay to leave the villain alive. It's okay to let the villain go um, sometimes. <laughs> Uh, it, it's really not all about, you know, uh, hero, heroes are losing, heroes overcome the villain, uh, the day is saved, sunshines and rainbows, everybody have a picnic, picnic rinse and repeat. Um, so in that right. respect, that's why I really, really love those, those books this week. Those only, those only two um, you like the I most? I have some other picks, but I have a feeling that you might pick them, so I'll let you go ahead. Uh, um, I really, really enjoyed we'll Thor this week. Um, okay, Thor did not read Thor. Really good. Because forgot, cause forgot again, it came out. One thing that you expected to happen, which is him killing Jane Foster, was exactly mm-hmm. the opposite of what they did. Uh, now the person he did kill right. was such a deep cut. I had to Google it. Um, so <laughs> so I probably like it then. <laughs> killing some guy who used to be Thor like a really, really long time ago, but not like the Thor as we know him. I mean, like the literal from mythology deity Thor, like red hair, big beard, like that. Oh, yeah, red normal. Um, yes. Yes. God damn. And then uh, the other book that I really enjoyed this week um, was uh, was Venom. Venom was really cool. Was really interesting because mm. we finally mm-hmm. get to see uh, what does it mean to be part of the hive. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So I ain't even got to say that because one just said it. Great. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't. I can't. You did it. That's it. That was it. That was it right there because it was dope. And I like the end. You, so bring up. Yeah, you might so, as well bring up the end. So I, I've what been happened? irritated for the last couple of years because Marvel clearly is playing favorites. Uh, everyone really loved Flash Thompson as Venom, and I'm really shocked that they had not brought him back. And so I think that this issue is setting up for the return of Flash Thompson in, in a physical form as Asian anti-Venom. And I'm really excited for that because we've seen him as a codex early, like really early on in the Venom series. And they found him again with yeah. the Hive. And so him, and, uh, so Eddie Brock and Rex Strickland and Flash Thompson are all now working together to possibly overcome um, Brock's like uh, death or impending death in the real world. Um, cause as of right now, his, his, uh, his son during this issue is crying over his dead body. And the only reason, the only way that Eddie Brock is even kind of alive is cause he's part of the codex. So Nick, I hope you yeah. haven't followed any of what I just uh, said, cause I know you're reading Venom too. You're just also as behind as I am. Yeah. Venom is, I mean, surprisingly, like I had a conversation with Quinn about Venom. Growing up, I was not, a, I mean, I liked Venom when he first came out. He was cool. But then I thought he was like oversaturated during the 90s. So now they brought Age of Venom, that's when I fell in love with him. I actually know I'm lying. When he became a bad guy with, um, when the Scorpion took him over, I thought he was cool. But then they started making him goofy and shit. Um, but then when Flash took a hold of him, I was like, oh, shit, that's nice. The soldier is fucking Venom. And then when Eddie came back, I had my doubts about him. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's about to be oversaturated again. But, I mean, they're doing a good job. I wouldn't mind him, like, legit joining the Avengers. I can see him doing it because his outlook on life is different. Like, now he has a son and it's like, dude, I, 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 want, him to, I want him to look up to me. I want to be the best dad I can be. So I can, I can relate to that and understand that. So I wouldn't mind him being on the Avengers one day, like, literally on the team. Like no Spider Man. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play well with the team, but I, I, I would like to see him at least for a second. Um, as long as Captain America's on the team, I think he'll be cool. Anybody else, yeah, you'll have that rough aspect of it. But he respects Cap. Yeah, man. you know what I mean. He's like, you know, Cap is always yeah, the elder. I, mean, state I wouldn't mind if like... somebody uh, if somebody else is writing the Avengers and wanting. Yeah, Jason Aaron. Yeah, I really hate myself every time yeah. I bring it up, but yeah, J- Jason Aaron for some reason yeah, he got, he is not go. working with him for Avengers and Ed McGinnis. I don't ever want to see Ed McGinnis on another book ever again. <laughs> I hate Ed, Ed McGinnis's art. He just everyone looks like just beefcakes, <laughs> the men and the women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should just stay on like Superman, Supreme. Uh, well, Here, I was going to say my, century, but here's my, oh, here's, no. Here's my, here's my deep. All right, fairly odd parents. All right. Uh, so why does mm-hmm. everybody in, uh, Ed McGinnis draws everybody like the crimson chin? <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody just big. Just muscles on muscles on Jesus muscles and Christ. giant square chins. Yeah. It is bad. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, everybody's huge. Women, but, men. Like, but not like, Dogs, but not like a relative size <laughs> difference. Like Captain America is the same size as She-Hulk, and they are both massive. <laughs> like, 
like yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy like it makes no you can't Captain America cannot be like that fucking big way when he looks he turns his head his, his pecs not even his pecs but his shoulder muscles is off the block and his, his view and he like, his, like you know what I mean it, it, he reminds me of like old image writers like Rob Liefeld yes. and all those dudes and they used to make the dudes all big and shit that's what exactly it looks like don't get me wrong his Superman is fucking amazing Superman's supposed to look but like everything else <laughs> mm. Right, yeah, not a sixteen-year-old ghost rider. <laughs> sure. Oh definitely. man. So, what, what was your other pick, uh, Sonny? Uh, I picked. I picked the next Batman. Next mm-hmm. Batman was really good. The story of uh, the new Batman and this new um, government-run Gotham City, where if you have a mask, you're shot on sight. That was crazy, and Batman, the new Batman, trying to save these kids who are joined. Oh, definitely! Oh my God, so much like Watchmen. Um, like he's trying to save these kids because they joined the 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 gang. The um, they're uh, uh, the, the Santa Prisca the gang. gang. Yeah, the Luchador, Luchadores, yeah, they're, they're or whatever the fuck like they are. Gang that's um, in the same suit of like the Joker's from Batman Beyond. It's instead. Like a like a like right. a street gang mm-hmm. and it's Bane. Yeah, these dudes, man. Like they just like straight up bloods crypt type shit. All right, you gotta take this gun, you join the group, because they these these two boys are orphans and shit. And they like, yeah, you gotta you wanna get in the crew with us, you wanna have a family, you gotta kill somebody from another gang and shit. And the one brother's like, No, I don't wanna do it. So Batman comes along and just beats the shit out of these other dudes. And like he saves the boys, and the police come and they just shoot on sight. It's like crazy. Um, the next book I had was Hellions. Hellions was really good because Cameron Hodge returned. I don't know if anybody really remembers who Cameron Hodge is, but he's he returned, and he's just like he got these new robots, and they're just trying to kill the Hellions. Um, after all this shit goes down, Cameron Hodge. He finds out that he's a robot himself and he doesn't understand. Well, I thought I was human again. The Lord, I thought he brought me back. And then they fucking end up killing mm-hmm. the robots, kill him. The choir, then the choir council, then the, the robots that he was controlling actually have, they develop an AI themselves and they want to be free. Instead of saying, they, they call mutant freaks, but then they say mutant friends, kind of like a warlock type thing. And after all that goes down, the Quiet Council votes that they must be terminated because they could turn and be a, a threat to mutant kind. So Havoc ends up in a friendship with these dudes. And he's like, hey, you can't wait till you you know see the island or whatever. And he's like, yeah, friend, I can't wait. And all of a sudden he just blows up in front of Havoc and shit. And it's like, what happened? It's like crazy. Like all that shit goes down. It's like, what? Like he just made friends with this dude. <laughs> he fucking blows up in his face. <laughs> so like that book. Uh, the other book that I was looking at was that I thought was really good was the um, mm-hmm. well, Venom. You said Venom and X Factor number six. That was really good because it's, they have a new mystery that the X Factor new investigations have to find out why Banshee, why not, not Banshee, excuse me, why Siren has died three times and her personality is different. And they went old school and they brought back the Morgan that took over Siren back in the day. She's taken over her body. Hmm. So now they have to deal with this whole situation with her doing all types of like crazy shit and fussing at them. Like why they try, why does she keep dying? Why does she keep losing her powers? Because the Morgan is in her body and it's affecting her power. So when she tries to fly, she falls through a car, 
like kick ass. And so, so it's just like, it's crazy. So that's, that was a real good book. It's funny. I, I, that's one of the books I told Quinn that he should pick up when it gets in trade X factor and Hellions out, out of the new run yeah, of the X-Men books. Um, X factor like just started there, right? Yes. It's, you might be able to be in trade net. Was it one through five or one through six? They do trades. Yeah, so this is the sixth issue, so the, the, the trade should probably probably be out by like maybe the end of the yeah. month, maybe. Maybe next month. But it's, so it, it, it's really good, though. With putting out trades. I wish everyone could be as fast as Image. Like, literally, like, issue five would come out, like, this week. Next week, next week the trade would be out. Yeah. Yeah. Did this, did this uh, stealth yeah, trade come out? weeks ago. I took a picture and okay. sent it to All you, right. I believe. <laughs> And he said, all right, I'll go down to the store and grab it. Then I don't think you ever did. <laughs> nah, I probably forgot. But yeah, that's the books I read this week. I gotta go back and read. I'm reading Thor now while we're doing the show. So, so with um, that, Nick, we can, we can get geez. you in here. So now that you've heard any of that, is there anything that you're looking forward to reading? All of it. All of it. <laughs> I <laughs> Everything. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just, I am just super, super, super hyped. For future state stuff, I am literally any future state stuff that's in my box tomorrow. See, it's I'm reading it's funny you say that. We're uh-huh. yeah. talked about on the podcast before, and I've said it and posted to you guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to the reprieve on my uh, comic book list um, for the next two months. So I'll, I'll take it. It's, I'm not saying it as like a negative thing towards future state, but just I've decided that I was going to take those months off and just give my wallet a break. I'm buying a new vehicle soon, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know what? Me saving like the hundred dollars is going to be a week to buy future state. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, enough. Let's whisper more money. Whisper more about money in my ear. Yeah, so first twenty-four nine and a half for a book. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. All right. Well. On that note, I think uh, we covered a good amount of stuff on this episode. Definitely ran We're for not a good even amount of time. Um, whoa. Calm down. Holy shit. Oh, sorry. I'm, re- I'm reading Thor. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, on that note, my name is Nick. And this is Sonny, and this is Comic Collective.